All right. I don't, I don't have like a bit or anything. It's uh, You always have bits. Yeah, you're going to do the I same was, thing you always do. You're like, oh, I don't know what to say, but. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's a bit too, but that one's not a recognized bit. Um, but like a Truman Show themed one. I was trying to figure out a way to do the part about like a movie someone hasn't seen but really should have by now as like, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, oh, good night. That's oh, that's how you should I, end it. I couldn't get there. I just couldn't get to the joke. Uh, we, we could, yeah, end it. In case I don't make another podcast episode again because I got struck by lightning, good night, good evening, and whatever. Yeah, something like that. Could happen. Well, anyway, as you know, I don't know how to start the podcast yet. So it'll either be that or something along the lines of welcome late to the movies this is uh my name is ben holton this is a podcast where my friends and i get to fill in our movie blind spots each week we'll pick a movie that either i or a guest hadn't seen before um and in, in case they hadn't good afternoon good evening no it doesn't work and i uh, really should have by now this week finishing off our anniversary month the whole month looking at movies that are celebrating some kind of anniversary in 2023 we have the 25th anniversary of the Truman Show. Um, I guess your guess, everyone's guess, left or right across your podcast out this week. We got Noah. Hey. And we got Corey. Hey there. Welcome back. Um, yeah. This is your second Peter Weir episode. He also directed Dead Poet Society. Oh, I, I recognize the name and I'm like, I don't know why. Uh, Master and Commander. It's a big one for him, too. Oh, I don't know that's, that a good, that's a good movie. Uh, Russell Crowe. On he's, a boat. He's a master. And a commander. No, I don't remember. <laughs> Who's Russell Crowe? What does he do? He's Australian. Uh, gladiator. Oh. So that's Peter Weir. That's all we're going to talk about Peter Weir this week. Um, just kidding. Love that guy. Good good at movies. Um, anyway, what was I going to say? Yes. Uh, before we get to the Truman Show, uh, have you guys seen anything good recently? Movies, TVs, uh, games, card tricks. Uh, what have I? I, th- I think I've I've been on an anime kick. Yeah. More recently, um, the best isekai to ever be made, Mushoku Tensei, mm. has a new season. Yeah, you're gonna say I've been on an anime kick for like thirty something years. Well, I've I always consistently like at least watch one thing, sure. but now I've only been watching pretty much anime <laughs> and a lot of YouTube car videos. Yeah, that, that's pretty much uh, all encompassing for me. Cool. No audiobook. <laughs> Uh, what we do in the shadows? Nice. Been keeping up with that. Yeah, good. That's like the only thing I've been watching recently. I need to watch that. Yeah, you got it. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I am a bit behind. I know Robbie's still really into it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that show's awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. Love, love all the all the people on it. It's what so have, funny. What have you been watching? Nothing. Really? What? No, I've just been busy. No, I've, I've watched some stuff. What was I watching? I don't know. Uh, what, what did I watch since the last time we recorded? I No, I haven't been watching that much. I guess we can get into that movie. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, this Sunday, by the, the day before this episode comes out, so sorry if you missed it, is National Cinema Day. And I'm planning to go see Jurassic Park in 3D because it's the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park. I re-released the episode on Friday. That's today when we're recording, but on they Monday it'll be. They, yeah, they won't know that. Um, and uh, yeah, they put that back in theaters, and then also a lot of theaters you know, across the country are doing four dollar tickets on Sunday for like all their stuff. So 
feels like a good use of four dollars. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. I've been starting to, and now that it's been, this week has been a little colder. Not cold, but it's been like a little cold. There's been like a chill in the air a couple times. Actually comfortable. Yeah. (laughs) And it's starting to get like a little bit gloomy with the rain these last, well, really just today. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm starting to feel like need to need to watch some horror again soon. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That's, that's creeping up. Yeah, it's creeping up. I was thinking that's about rewatching. Um, oh, I, I would definitely watch that. I, I was thinking about rewatching Midnight Mass this year. It's really? Been a couple so years, good. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, when, yeah. when one of our first good. episodes. Come out? <laughs> yeah. When was that? That was last year, wasn't it? That would have no. been 2021. A couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. The podcast only started October 2021. So, yeah, so it was probably October 2021. Yeah. He's had another show since then, uh, Midnight Club. Oh, yeah. Which I watched. I, I liked it, and they I did canceled too. it. Uh, it sucks because they left it at a point where <laughs> yeah. it's like it was meant oh, to it's be. More be than it's one just season. about to pick up. Yeah. Uh, he. <sighs> so That's when rough. he, we're talking about Mike Flanagan, who did the Haunting of Hill House, Haunted of Bly Manor, Midnight Mass, Midnight Club. Um, he did the Doctor Sleep movie, uh, the Ouija sequel. He did. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it's actually nope. pretty good. No. All that to say, he has good a job, new. Planning. He has a new yeah, show coming out this like fall. It. So, oh, what is it? Uh, fall of the House of Usher, but I think it's just called the House of Usher, and apparently it's it's not just the Fall of the House of Usher, but they're doing other post stuff too in it. I don't know. So oh. that should be cool. Yeah. Oh. So it's Flanagan with his normal Flanagan crew, all like the actors you expect it's to be in his stuff. Same people. That'll, yeah. A lot of the same people. Um, I'll check that out. And I guess sure. it's a it's more of a riff on Poe, so that'll be interesting. Huh. Sweet. Whereas Midnight Mass was hugely a riff on Stephen King, uh, it being, but not in a bad way. It's I, I'm really curious to see what it's like because you know, like that dude a lot. Yeah, we do love. So while I haven't watched that much recently, I guess there's a lot coming up. Nice. Oh, you know this isn't recent, but I think the last po- last podcast we did was um, uh, the Emma Stone movie, right? Yeah. And I did end up watching the favorite. And it was a really good movie. Oh, so thanks so for good. the recommendation. Yes. So the new Yorgos, Yorgos Lanthimos movie starring Emma Stone, um, Poor Things, I want to say, comes out before the end of the year at some point. Nice. Yeah. Real real weird trailer that they've released for that so far. Hope it's good. <laughs> cool. Yeah, the favorite's dope. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, very good acting in it. I like Rachel Weisz a lot. Is yeah, her? she's still... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Amazing. Speaking of which, um, <laughs> Truman Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so this is the turn into dramatic acting for Jim Carrey. 1998, it's Ace Ventura and Liar Liar were happening, so he they had to wait a year to make this movie. Uh, good thing they did, or else it wouldn't have fit into this month. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah I, yeah, I just watched Liar Liar again, like, last two months ago, maybe. No, oh, cool. It's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was on a plane. I haven't seen that. In so. a <laughs> I mean, that's all timer of a plane movie for sure. Yeah. It, it holds up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Passes the time. Also, fun fact. I thought I had already seen this movie because I looked at the, the cover of it. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of Cable Man. Cable, cable guy. guy. Cable guy. <laughs> cable dude. <laughs> cable dude. Cable fella. Mr. Cable. <laughs> Mr. Cable. 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 Um, yeah. Cable Babel. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's a totally different movie. I've definitely seen parts of this or have seen like GIFs um, oh, sure. of certain portions of it. Yeah, there was a moment where I thought we weren't going to be able to do this because um, you 
thought you'd seen it before. So I'm glad that it turned out to not be the cable guy. It's a good thing I have an awful memory. Also, I like this movie more than the cable guy. So I'm glad this isn't the cable guy in more ways than one. Not a bad movie. I just like this one more. I was going to say, I do like the cable guy. I feel like it's very, very different. Mm. Different Jim Oh, yeah. That's, that one's much of a darker kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this has other stuff going on. Noah, you've seen this before, though, right? Uh, yeah, I had, but I'm kind of similar to Corey where I, I don't know if I'd ever seen it in totality. And mm-hmm. if I did, it was probably like 10 years ago or 15 years ago or something like that. It was, it, it's a movie they like right, always yeah. show on TV or you still always yeah. show on TV. So, um, yeah, so that's my background with it. I, I weirdly have a distinct memory of seeing this in theaters. Um, really? Yeah. I don't think I, I don't know if I enjoyed it or got a lot of it. But I think it was like a Jim Carrey movie. And I was like, oh, I like that guy. Yeah. Um, that's Ace Ventura. Obviously, I want to go see that movie. So you were like and seven was, or eight or yeah, something Yeah, it would have like been that. seven, I think. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't know if my parents looked into it that much or were expecting sort of like a almost satire kind of dark, kind of comedy uh, psychological yeah, it walks a thriller. weird, it walks a weird line. <laughs> this movie walks a really weird. Line. Um, but it's not like Ace Ventura that much. So uh, there's barely any animals. There's just a few dogs. That's really it. Otherwise, same movie. Um, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, before we get into too much of the movie, uh, either you want to give us a one minute plot summary. I, I think I can. Yeah. So uh, a baby is born, um, and then this like creepy uh artistic looking dude uh steals this baby and gives him a foster family creates an entire set that contains a whole city and then everyone in the city's lying to this baby um telling him you know making him think he's living a real life but in actuality there's cameras everywhere and they're actually just 24 hour live streaming this baby um turning into a man and then later on, he's like, mm, something ain't right. Uh, and he starts to realize with some assistance that the he's not living in a real place. And then he escapes. Yep. And the old dude tries to kill him. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, your main players here. So we already mentioned Jim Carrey playing Truman. Um, Ed Harris is Kristoff, the artistic, quote unquote, genius. Um and that's, I mean, those are the main two people really, even though Ed Harris is kind of not even in the first hour of the movie, aside from like the very, very opening as it's doing the fake opening credits. Um, and then it just gives you an hour of just sort of being in that world before it kind of pulls back and you have the interview scene a little more than halfway through the movie. But uh, Laura Linney plays his wife at the beginning. Uh, no, uh, yeah. Noah Emmerich is his best friend. That guy who just like, it's just a recognizable face. I, yeah, I recognized him, but I couldn't tell you who yeah, he was. He's Same, in, yeah. he's in a bunch people. of stuff. For some reason, my only pull right now is Little Children, which is not like a super popular movie. Yeah, I uh, he's weird in that. Uh, anyway. Yeah, you don't want to pull Little Children. <laughs> that's that. That's what that movie's about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also Kate Winslet uh, being doing adultery. I don't know. It's a weird movie. Hmm. Um, anyway. So yeah, this movie though, 1998, I saw when I was seven, probably didn't get it, but yeah, uh, sort of a spate at the end of the, that century, that matrix is a year later where people were just like, maybe the world isn't real. <laughs> oh, the matrix was one year after that. Yeah. That's like, that blows my mind for yeah, some 99. reason. Yeah. We're old. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I, I have a favorite quote from the movie. Go for it. Fiji, where the hell is that? <laughs> he, he was talking to his, his best friend and he's like, I want to go. I think I'm going to go to Fiji. Oh, and he's yeah. like, Fiji, where the hell is that? <laughs> then he shows him on a golf ball. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I thought it was hilarious. It just like I died laughing. <laughs> it's really good. Because it was like so like fake almost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a Fiji. Like, I don't know how Fiji is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so like you, I don't think I'd watched this movie in a while and I forgot like a, exactly how it's sort of put together and formatted and like a literal sense where so much of it is you're in the camera view of, you know, the button pin that they keep going back to buttons on people's coats or shirts that have tiny cameras in them that they sort of quickly explain in a montage saying like, Oh, we have the smallest camera ever or something like that. Um, and people constantly like trying to maneuver him to be in front of the name of a product while they're talking to him. Um, like the wife, the wife one. That's one of my favorite scenes. She just pulls it out. Here's the cocoa. What are you doing? Who are you talking to? to? That's that's one of my favorites. Yep. That is a reaction gif. I see a lot. Also, who are you talking to? (laughs) Um, the two that like the twin older guys who keep pushing him in front of that poster. Yep. When he's walking to work next mm-hmm. week. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just uh, so clever. And I feel like it could be such a headache to watch because so much of it really is in like very weird, almost fisheye lens kind of thing going mm-hmm. on with the vignetting sort of around the edge of the frame. Um, but they, they pull it off. It's, it's, it's quite something. Originally it was written as more of a sci-fi psychological thriller and then they kind of made it funnier when Peter Weir came on board. So, I don't know. What, do, uh, what, did you, what did you find surprising about the movie? One one that it's not the cable guy. I'm that, yeah, I started yeah. watching. I was like, what the fuck is this? Is, is Matthew I, Broderick going to show up at some point? No, I, I was watching at the beginning when he was doing insurance stuff, and he's like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I'm like, oh, he's going to go fix TVs. Like, he's going to change careers. And then he never did. And I was like, oh, shit, this is not, not that movie, <laughs> which I haven't seen that in a long time either. Yeah. Uh, maybe now I, I should go back and watch it. But, um. Yeah, I, uh, I think the surprising thing was it, it's less of a comedy yeah. than I expected it to be. Yeah, it's it's not that funny, really. It's not trying to be. It ran in drama at the Golden Globes where Jim Carrey did win Best Actor, uh, comma, drama, because that's how they do their weird categories. Um, I just like this movie a lot. Comma, drama. Yeah, it's, it's, comma, drama is essentially when people argue about Oxford commas and whether you should or shouldn't use them. I've started using them just because I had enough people complain yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. I always use Oxford commas, but like no one at work does. I don't it's like awful. it. That's like it makes me yeah. upset, but I do it to satisfy others. Are you saying you, you don't use them? I, I didn't. Uh, I do now. Oh, unfortunately. Yeah. That's some comma drama. Do you remember in school being taught to put two spaces after a period? Yep. Yeah. That's not a thing. What? No. And then I started doing that. And like anyone, even just a few years younger than me, was like, what the hell are you doing? I don't remember doing that. Yeah. They told us to put two spaces after a period. Space, space. That was specifically like middle school typing. So maybe it was different. Yeah. It must have been Somerset. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, I guess <laughs> Berkeley hasn't got hadn't gotten that technology yet. No, no. So yet. picture a typewriter, right? We still except had our, there's a screen. Still had our typewriters back then. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and you don't want to waste paper because it's yeah. more expensive. Yeah. We have to yeah. make it ourselves. Well, you have enough trees. 
Yeah, we yeah. did. It's tough to <laughs> weave did, it yeah, though. Not anymore. You gotta spend so much time weaving your paper. <laughs> Is yeah, that well. how paper's made? Nope. <laughs> yeah. If it's grinded I down should into know. a pulp we used and to then do it. laid out. <laughs> yeah. They, I actually made paper. So nice. Whoa. Yeah. Art school. Like the ancient Egyptians. Paper maker. Yep. You can put flowers in it. Aw. That's cool. Yeah. I've never had flower paper. Mm-hmm. Should have went to UMass for graphic design. <laughs> I guess I should have. <laughs> and then dropped out and then became a software engineer. There you go. That's the career path. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the movie starts and I like that it immediately has like the light dropping and you see it's, it's there's a star name on it. Um, and uh, it always makes me think like, and they do get into this later, but he's 30, I think. Jim Carrey's 36, but I think Truman's 30. Yep. And, uh, I don't know. How long do you think it would take you to, to kind of have the sort of path that he has in this movie that's like kind of a breakdown and then sort of a plan to escape? With the way my mind works, it probably would have happened a lot earlier. Yeah. Um, just because I'm my my like I'm not a very straightforward thinker. I, mm-hmm. I think a lot and conceptualize. So I feel like I would know earlier, but they're also like perfectly curating his entire life. Like anytime he suspects something, they're watching 24 seven. Yeah. Um, you know, they like make a phone call happen or they make this happen. So I, I I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've manipulated him at every turn to like, yeah, try to make him not want to leave in the first place. Um, not pretty. It's really, yeah, really fucked up. Concept but, uh, fucked up. Although if he's happy, I, I don't know. That that's yeah. a that's Christoph's moral argument. Debate. Yeah, that like, he's safe here and he's he's safe he's and happy. happy so he likes his cell, as you said. What's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a whole other psychological. Yeah. There's probably a moral lot debate. Wrong with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So because he, he never got to really choose, um, though he technically was adopted by the TV. Uh, network, I think is what they say. Yeah, the first <laughs> child to ever be adopted by a corporation or, or yeah. network or whatever. <laughs> yeah. How long do you think it would take you before you started being like, this I, is obviously not real? I don't know. Well, that's he was born into it. So, like, if you're indoctrinated from you when, you're, yeah. when you're when uh, you're a child, don't talk about this. No, I can't find out. Oh, uh, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> is that what this whole thing? Is? <laughs> Intervention. It's an intervention. Cut, 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 for cut. <laughs> Drink them. Drink. There's like a door in the house you've not opened before, and you look back there, and there's just like people at craft services. Can you imagine how odd, like how how crazy that would be? I would immediately think I was drugged. Yeah. Yep. I'd be like, ah, oh, someone fucked with me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like after you see your long lost dad, who you watch drown. Yeah, and, then and always some, thought he was alive. Yeah. yeah. And then some people appeared out of nowhere and forced him onto a bus while he was yelling at you. Yeah. You know what I thought was going to happen when he met his dad again? Hmm. I thought his dad was going to hug. I, I might have been thinking of a different movie, but I thought his dad was going to hug him and whisper in his ear like, this is all fake. That would have been smart. Yeah. I thought that's how it was going to be. Was his dad, dad on just, board with helping him or not? Because no, no, he was an actor. But that, that I, dude just wanted to be back on TV. I thought originally he had warned him, though. Did he not? No, that girl did. I thought there was a guy that tried to warn him. There was a guy that flew in on like a parachute with a sign. They, they show like a quick montage of the guy jumping out of the Christmas present and the, oh, oh, and the that, parachute. Oh, that's what I, the Christmas present guy is what I was thinking of. I thought that that was his dad for some reason. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just yeah. want to get then paid, His, his dad like tackles that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
so yeah, that guy just, they're all just actors. They just want to be on TV. Uh, and, and then like, and then the voiceover Christoph is giving to that, you know, in the interview is that he was really mad when they wrote him out of the show uh, and they show like divers pulling him out of the water and he's like, <laughs> gosh darn it. Um, my son. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's really just, the kind of pace and um, mood of the whole movie is is so interesting because I feel like it's such a hard line to walk because it's sort of in between all these genres and it has all these kind of like, they were inspired by Norman Rockwell paintings for a lot of the look of the town. Well, that makes um, sense. Or at least the stuff that they did. That's a real town. It's a, I think called Seaside, Florida. That was like a master plan community that does kind of just look like that. Mm. Um, but a lot of like the, the fashion and, and the things people were... I guess using the different products and whatnot, all inspired by fifties and uh, mid-century commercials, mostly. Hmm. Um, "Quote unquote," what America is yeah. or was. Yeah, a lot of Americana at the time. Yeah, Americana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all so. There's all these like trappings of Americana, but at the same time, for one character in here, it's like a political thriller from the seventies kind of vibe. Yeah, of uh, like a conspiracy thriller mm-hmm. is what's happening for him. Um, and it's just it's just a really interesting melding of all these different genres and some we haven't even mentioned yet. It's just really cool mm-hmm. and probably super hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. And they keep you just enough uncomfortable for like yeah. the whole beginning until you like find out what's actually because at the first at the beginning, I was like, this is. Yeah, this is odd. This is too like cookie cutter. But mm-hmm. then like just weird stuff keeps sort of piling up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I kind of it's also relatable if you have any kind of somewhat corporate job because I feel like I'm going through those motions every day too. Like when, when the, you know, he's on the phone and he has his like sayings and stuff like that. I'm like, Oh, I did like when I was downstairs and I said, happy Friday. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I hear that shit all the time. And it just like eats away at my soul. Mm -hmm. Um, but that like, that's in a sense, a very loose sense we're living. Some of us are living that kind of life. Yeah, for sure. So, mentioned this is a year before the matrix it's also a year before office space so uh, it feels like oh, another classic sort of like a middle ground between those kind of hitting at a lot of the similar yep. um yeah a lot of similar uh, anxieties culturally mm-hmm. at the time i guess mm-hmm. so the most fucked up part of the movie to me was when his best friend looks at him and he's getting fed the lines yeah. and he's just like man, remember in like second grade we did this, like, you know, would I, why would I lie to you about that? And it's just like, he's like teary eyed, like, oh man, here's my friend. I kind of think in that moment though, he was like, oh yep, this is fake. Like, cause he had that look in his face and then the next day was the day he left. Once he knew, he knew. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, You weren't convincing him otherwise. Also, he always has a six pack of beer whenever anything goes wrong. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like when... Uh, they realized he wasn't sleeping. He's running in with a six pack. Hey, hey, hey! Yeah, that's just the, the neighborly thing to do. But yeah. then also, yeah. it, like, the, I think it's the first time they're at the bridge where he like drinks and then like turns the can to face the camera. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep, yep, yep. Really funny. Um, so at the beginning, he's going about his day. It's like pretty normal, and I think the stuff starts getting weird for him when he sees his dad, mm-hmm. and then it's sort of all just slowly unravels for there from there he keeps noticing things he keeps trying to be unpredictable so and in order to see that you know 
like when the traffic goes away, when he goes around the rotary a couple times. Yep. Sorry, uh, in case you're not listening from this area, rotary is uh, roundabout to most people. Um, do you have five million in your neighborhood? Yep, yep, I know all about roundabouts, and <laughs> oh, nobody yes. knows how to use them. Nope. Uh, and even now, I'm like, all right. I'm not going around. I'm just cutting through this way because this is such a low traffic area. I don't yeah. know why these are here yeah, in the you first got these, place. These weird tiny baby ones. Yeah, are that weird. aren't very easy. Like, I don't They're know how useful. people with not cars like mine go around. Like, your your car's not that big, but like yeah. in a truck. If you had a truck. My dad's like, yeah, I can't go around that. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Um, it's very strange. But anyway. Yeah. So he's just, you know, he's in this idyllic town. It's on the edge of seemingly the ocean. It's really just a big dome behind the Hollywood sign. Uh, and yeah, it's just um, kind of slowly unravels. I, I don't feel like it's super well served by us going like plot beat by plot beat. Yeah, I, I, have, a, I have, have a question. Yeah. How much do you think that like dome and world would cost up front, like just to build behind the Hollywood sign? It's... any. I think my journey thinking about that through watching the movie, it, it gets a little bit more money every time because like he can travel pretty far and not hit the edge. Um, like when, when he does take the car and yeah, like leaves yeah. and he goes over the bridge and there's still like, and he ends up at the, you know, the quote unquote power, the nuclear plant that is going haywire or whatever. Um, and then there's still woods around there. And then at the end of the movie, I'm always like, oh, yeah, he's he's sailing for a while. Yeah. And just like the cost of water and just having that much standing water for 30 years now, like. That would need some kind of insane. like filtration system. Yeah. The, the F keeps insane. So uh, I don't know. Billions of dollars. Yeah. I don't even know what the initial cost. Like maybe they like expanded over time because he was still young. Yeah. So they would be like, all right, go watch they this movie. They just had the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They would just block it off and not let his parents let him out. So maybe right. it started off as just the city. As a kid, you could probably just do like the house for a while. Oh yeah, like until <laughs> or, the age of like or, ten. Yeah, so you have you have time to develop because you sure. don't know about it. Like there's no internet. The other kids are all fake as well. Yeah. So it's like yeah. you don't know that there's things out there. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I had a thought, and then I already answered the question for myself, which was. Why didn't they just like not have cars in this world? And then it would have been like a lot easier to keep them contained. And I was like, oh, because they need to advertise cars, though. Oh, that's yeah, that makes sense. I wonder if it started off with no cars. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it had to have been because it was 30 years before that. Yeah. Although they already had cameras, so they probably had cars. Yeah, they had cars. What year is it supposed to be? Did they ever? I think it's just normal times. Like if you see people on the outside, I was thinking kind of normal. I was thinking 50s. Um, because of like the look, that's what it, it, they're, they're, like they he's driving like a nineties car though. Yeah. 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 That, that's why I, I think just think cause that. like the Americana vibes, it, yeah. it felt like it was like older. older than it was. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. In, in that world, it is that for sure. Yeah. That's the aesthetic that they've that's, created. But you see like Paul Giamatti and Ed Harris up in the moon. They're just like, there it's the nineties. <laughs> Wasn't there some, uh, there's another movie where I think it was like kangaroo Jack. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, There's a kangaroo and um, he's, Jack. He's Jack. And he's Jack. In, in the ads, it was implied he'd be a talking like friend of the main characters. By the, and the way, movie we're going to bring up happen. that movie until there's an episode oh, on Kangaroo that, Jack. That anniversary. Hold on. That anniversary has to be coming up, right? 
I don't know. It's got to be. It. We, we're fitting it in somewhere. I doubt. I don't think that's been erased from I'll, the cultural timeline. I'll just check it out. Sneak it onto your podcast. No, mm. there's um trippy. It's reflecting the clouds. I think it's like an another movie where it's 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 like uh like a movie, but it it's like filmed. Seems like it's in the 1950s, and then a character becomes aware that they're in a movie or something like that. Is that ringing a bell? And they it sounds like the Truman Show. It does. Well, that's why it's reminding me of it. But um, I can't think of the name of it off alert. the top of my head. I, I, I thought of a few. Like I thought that. of like a couple things that are that similar structure, not specifically the movie part. Okay. But then I was like, I don't want to say those because it's like huge spoilers in case anyone was planning to watch those movies. And vice versa. Maybe I just haven't seen that movie. And oh, didn't realize, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe. Um, it sounds like a thing that's been done for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Just the, just the advertising dollars, I guess, sort of dictate where a lot of the styles go. But it is very Americana, very Norman Rockwell 50s, what they're doing. 50s, 60s, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, in town. So the day that he kind of just sort of like loses it. He's driving around the circle. He drives off into that nuclear power plant. They're running through the woods and stuff. Um, yeah, just straight political thriller stuff. It's, it's, it's so interesting. I think I forgot the, the I already it's mentioned like this. Stranger Things vibes. Yeah. You know, the, the music kind of gets like the thing, like, you know, that's, it doesn't sound exactly like what I just did, but you know what I mean? Um, it's just, like I said before, a really interesting use of tone throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. The weirdest part is when he was like, we're going to record the first conception on camera. Yeah. It's like yeah. one day that's you like, don't have porn. Goal. like so <laughs> you realize like, you know, if you just watch porn, that's someone probably conceived a child. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. yeah. Not Christoph. He doesn't seem to. Yeah. That he, guy doesn't I don't know. even, yeah. I don't even know if he, he's like a, a, a monk that's yeah. been castrated. Yeah, what, what a he strange just, dude. He's a strange. Yeah, when he rubs the TV. Yes, that's that's odd. I have to. Uh, I'm guessing he looks at him like his child in a sense. I think so. But then he tries how to he kill talks him. about him. Yeah, that relationship's really weird. Yeah, weird. he's uh, he's Old Testament God, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Also, the uh, the viewers' relationship with him, like they eventually. Love him. Yeah, well, eventually when he ends up getting out, they're all celebrating. They're all him. stoked, yeah. But it's like, yeah, but you didn't help. Yeah, you just watched. This. You contributed. Yeah, it's, like it's how, pretty fucked yeah. up. How can you play both sides like that? I don't know. I don't know. People, I so I mean, you know, obviously reality TV is already a thing in 1998, but becomes huge throughout the early thousands and still today. Um. And I mean, people know that those people are being like treated pretty inhumanely and people still watch and don't consider themselves like bad people or part of a problem. Yeah. Well, at (laughs) the point that they're complicit, at least like the people experiencing it are. Yeah. But they don't wouldn't they wouldn't necessarily say that about themselves. You know? Mm -hmm. Oh, I I see what you mean. I thought you were talking about the viewers. You're talking about the participants. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Fair enough. I think there's like two things that contribute to the the viewers being like i love this show but also happy when he gets out it's like amazon when you get a package same day you're like oh this is awesome but then when you think about amazon you're like oh that's a good comparison such a shitty thing or like you know outsourcing things to china child workers and stuff but you're you like cheap products yeah that's a really good comparison. and these people 
for them, like think about the the streamers that be, like the reason why streamers are so popular yeah. is because like you feel like a connection, mm-hmm. you know, like they're interacting with you and it's almost like you're hanging out with the streamer sometimes. Yeah. If you're like actually like active in chat. Yeah. For them, a, a lot of them, like the older viewers, at least they've been watching his stream for 30 years. That's wild. That they're yeah, like, that's, that's wild. A family of. member in a sense. Yeah. So I don't know that it was not invented yet, the term parasocial relationship, but it certainly is more in the cultural zeitgeist today. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is also, so there's, this movie is sort of uh, not my thoughts. There's a lot of like writing about how this movie foresaw a lot of trends in media um, and parasocial relationships yeah, yeah. as social media, as streaming developed. That's like a real thing for people, like a real problem of uh, people thinking that, you know, the, the streamers, your friend, and then some people taking that too far and like being really intense and, you know, sending them a lot of money and yeah, paying a hundred thousand dollars to meet up with them to get a hug. Yeah. Yeah. That that happened. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot who it was. It was some female streamer. Um, it was, I don't know if that was the exact amount, but it was like a lot of money and paid to like fly them out and meet them. And all they got was like oh, a hug no. and like 20 minutes of hanging out. Damn. Yeah. And those are like the non-dangerous version of yeah. that, of that, yeah. of that relationship, you know, man. Like it's only so. mentally dangerous there. There's no yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. who knows? Maybe they're stalking her, but. Right. Know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's definitely a thing. Um, yeah. So I can definitely see people who would be like, you know, they're not fans of the Truman show so much as they feel like they're friends with Truman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like they know Truman better than Truman knows Truman. Yeah. That's They're what, talking. That's about, what he said, right? I think in the opening credits, the fake opening credits that also are just the movie's opening credits. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking about like, yeah, some people just leave Truman on all night because it's like comforting when they're sleeping. They don't say the Truman show. They said they leave Truman on. All yeah, night yeah, yeah. Like well, yeah, it's like some people watch like like sleeping streams yeah like that's a thing yeah eating streams or like it's like you're eating with someone so you don't feel lonely yeah and worth noting that life streaming is a thing that people do they're like they're the ones doing it but essentially just their day-to-day lives they just have a camera on them they just know (laughs) that they're doing it yeah they just know that they're doing it well that's what makes that's the darkest part about it is he doesn't know what's what's happening yeah yeah it's definitely not cool his own life yeah yeah i wonder Actually, I keep going. I got to You say like, I, w- I wonder if there's an ethical way to do this. Maybe when he's like able to understand things, you just make it clear consistently that that's what's happening. So they have the ability to opt out over time. I feel like at no point, at no point should a corporation it do really it. be ethical just because they're manipulating him. So even if he agreed to it, which like at the end he tried to get him to do, but if they did that earlier, and made him think like, this is it. Or like, yeah, you can pretty like, th- there's a lot of psychology around. You can get someone to do something that you want them to do without them realizing you're getting them to do it. Right. Just right. in the way that you're like interacting, talking to them, like there's methods to do that. And they, I think they would have either consciously or subconsciously tried to do that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There no, there's no objective way for them to approach him because it's yep. all, it's all coming from just a place of gaslighting manipulation. They would have to just put him like in the middle of LA, but record him all the time mm-hmm. and let him know like, Hey, we're recording. It would be like a reality TV show. 
Right. That yeah. last long, like, like the, the Kardashians, except they record everything. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's his whole life 24 seven, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. Is, it never it, stopped. They said for like 30 years. So. I just thought of this comparison, but isn't this kind of similar to probably like what child actors go through where it's like, you really don't have your own agency. It's your parents that are sort yeah, of probably like a lot. Yeah. Forcing <laughs> you into this limelight and you really don't have any control over, right. you know, child actors, uh, children of athletes that want their, their children to become like them. Oh, like yeah, I guess. there's a lot of different facets where this kind of falls in. Play. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you look at the sort of, I, I don't know, you know, not being an actual doctor or anything, but if you just look at the kind of mental health outcomes for a lot of people who are famous from a really young age, it's, it's not good. It's, it's not great. No. It's definitely like a problem and there's not a lot of support for those people. Yeah. Um, it results in a lot of like, like in the Miley Cyrus situation, it results in a lot of them wanting to do things that are like so over the line that yeah. they know they're in control. Like this is my choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she seems to be like on the more stable side. Yeah. Of outcomes. Yeah. Cause she was a child um, of someone famous yeah, for being, yeah. you know, yeah. If we're in a famous musician. Oh, okay. I was going to say, cause he's in a couple scenes of Mulholland drive, but I, I guess he had achy breaky heart also. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, he was, <laughs> I think that was more what he's known for. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, just ethically all kinds of problems. Sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's the media angle. There's like the ethics angle. There's the psychology angle that uh, I, I was reading one summary of some psychological paper written on it that was talking about how he starts as this child, but then at the end has to become a true man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I like that. I like that too. Yeah. It's like, oh, maybe that is what they're going for. Yeah. Um, the religious angle, especially that conversation at the end, it really seems like Kristoff is playing up either like a Lucifer or a God thing, mm. one or the other, or kind of doing both. Not not on purpose, but I just mean like the way that scene's written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's just like, you can't see me, but I can hear you, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And giving him this like terrible choice. And yeah, which I guess is more of a Satan thing. Which I guess he didn't <laughs> lie when he said, oh, I'd give him the choice if, you know. Yeah. But they, I'll they didn't completely lock that door. try to manipulate him one hundred percent when giving him the choice. <laughs> they didn't lock that door. Yeah, um, true. And the sort of splinter in Truman's brain from his time in college is that there's this woman, Sylvia, who he's spent seemingly like about ninety minutes with, <laughs> who uh, told him that this wasn't real and. He kind of had a crush on her, and and she spent the rest of her life trying to break him free. Yeah, yeah. So, which I'm kind of sad. I thought that it was going to end with them meeting. Oh, that would have been a good end. They just like it almost seemed kind of sudden when they cut it. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's the end. Yeah, it's um, I think it's a lot stronger if you don't see Truman again after he goes out that door. I think it, yeah, I think it was a great choice, but I didn't expect it. And it ends on the kind of joke of people like are just like, oh, what else is on TV? Yeah, the, the <laughs> cops, right? They switch. Yeah. Hey, well, Robbie's not here, so I'll just, you know, he'd want us to mention that one of those cops is also, or a security guard or whatever they are, is one of the cops in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, no way. Oh, really? He'd want hmm. us to mention that, so. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, okay. Um, I think I know who it is. Yeah. I forget the character name from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah, but the bigger guy. I've only seen some of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but 
Yeah. Yeah. The, He's, yeah, the, 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 yeah. Is that called a flat top? Yeah. That sure. like military haircut. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. The kind of military thing. He's he's in a bunch of other stuff too, but I just know if Robbie was here, he would have mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> um but for me, I almost would prefer to just end when he goes through the door. Um, and they like cut the broadcast. Mm-hmm. But you do get to see all the people celebrating, which I guess is nice. And then yeah. yeah. I almost but wish you do they see cut like, to that before and then yeah. he goes through the door and then it's like when he bows, maybe it cuts to all that. Yeah. Door, I don't know. Um, but yeah, you see Sylvia like getting a jacket on and running out the door. And it seems it looks like the kind of scene that has a resolution with her meeting up with Truman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's LA traffic. It's going to take her a while to get to the dome. It's oh, all yeah. the way up in the hills. Real, realistically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with LA traffic, she'll, he could walk to her by the time she gets there. He's never been outside the dome before. So my thinking is always like, People watching this that are nearby, they all are rushing over there too. He's gonna right? be so confused, right? Oh yeah, he's not gonna know where he is. Yeah, he doesn't have money. He's gonna have to see a psychiatrist. Honestly, he should go to the hospital. He just almost drowned. Messed up. That yeah. that too. Yep. <laughs> I can't believe. Yeah, he he was like basically just like yeah, kill him. Yeah, 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 pretty much. And even Paul Giamatti didn't want to. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he said no. He didn't even do it. He didn't even do it. Mm-hmm. Christoph had to do it himself. Yep. I uh, I just thought a big fat liar the whole time. <laughs> Whenever I see his face, I'm yeah. wait. That's the movie where he, he turns blue. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's hard to recognize him when his skin's not blue. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was no, like, oh, not. wait, you're uh, you're a little less blue than normal, yeah. but um, otherwise a very specific looking guy, just not always blue. Yeah. Just I don't know what else he's in. Like half the time. That was the the main thing I could remember him from. <laughs> sure. Was Big Fat Liar. Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> was he in that? He King just voices the king. No, he's not. <laughs> not actually. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's the main guy with Kangaroo Jack. The guy with the curly hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they look alike. I mean. Yeah. The ending of this movie is is probably the most famous part of it where he the the boat runs into the cloud wall mm. and um I know it's a dome and it's, you kind of think it's sort of a projection or a screen, but it's just painted, which I always like because uh, it just looks better for this scene. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot more, I don't know, all the, all the images here. And, um, I don't have the director of phot- photography in front of me. So I'll say good job, Peter Weir, I guess. Um, the composition of all these shots is just incredible with the sailboat going into the wall with him walking along the water. And of course, him walking up the stairs. That staircase, like, it mm-hmm. kind of, especially with, like, the God talk, yes. uh, reminded me of, like, a staircase to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's, like, finally free. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. there's just a, happens to be a staircase there. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it works. Yeah. It's one of the most indelible indelible images in 90s cinema. Um, the staircase with the open door was used as sort of the main image for the Cannes Festival last year in 2022. No way. Um, oh, really? Yeah, they dis- they compared it to Plato's cave. Um, you know, you, you get out of the cave because of knowledge. I don't have the whole thing in front of me. <laughs> but you got to scrape and claw and it sucks and it's dark in there. And most people want to stay, though, because you're already there. But you got to scrape and claw your way out. And that's you learning and you gain knowledge mm-hmm. and then gets better. Mm. And then you finally see the sunlight once you get out of the cave. Hmm. Um, that's so. That's what those French people in Cannes said, at least. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> we oui, oui, my friend. They said it muffled Shout out mouthful to our of cigarettes. Uh, European <laughs> listeners. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do we still have German listeners? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely nice. not just all of our friends who use VPNs. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. Cycling. Through. Who uses a German VPN? The the ping would be terrible. Yeah. Shout out Germany. What up? Oh, it's probably Greg. Ugh. He's always <laughs> using that German VPN. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this sequence is incredible. So what do you think about it, having not fully seen the movie before, but probably seeing, you mentioned like you'd seen some memes or maybe some images or clips. Yeah, and like Noah this. was mentioning, it was one of those movies that would come on TV. Yeah. Um, and I probably would like catch clips of it um, or like different parts. Um, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, yeah. it was, it was my kind of movie. I, it, yeah. it didn't leave me as uncomfortable as like black mirror does. No. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not super dark and yeah. it has a happy ending. It's just dark hopeful enough. ending. Yeah. Maybe more importantly, but yeah, you, you like it, right? I hope this, but this wasn't like torture for you. No, Martha? it was, it was uh, no, it was a really good movie. Yeah. Good. I was, I was happy. I watched it. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Hey, that's what we're all I also now realize why I thought it was cable guy. Cause I'm, I'm looking Jim at Carrey. all of Jim Carrey's <laughs> movies and no, it's cause of the, the, the poster. Yeah. I was going to say it's a bunch of TVs. Oh yeah. Can and I, Jim Carrey's face. Do you yeah. have it pulled up in the middle there? And definitely the most recent and least Truman show. Oh poster yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, Jim Carrey's face on a bunch of TVs. Yeah, that's what that, yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay. TV. So that's him fixing the TVs. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Right, exactly. No, it makes sense. <laughs> just, just to justify, um, I, the reason I pulled up all these movies, because I'm wondering two things. One, what are both of your favorite serious Jim Carrey movies? This. And then favorite funny one. If this counts as serious, it's definitely this. Really? <laughs> Where are the serious Jim Carrey movies? Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Uh, but that I, li- I like that's this my, one. That's yeah. one of my favorite movies it's that ever. One. It's that one, for that sure. That one's great. I, I like this more than Eternal Sunshine. No, that, that's but totally I, I fine. Like that. um, there's fewer to choose from. No one's going to pick The Majestic. Uh, no. Uh, Man on the Moon, his Andy Kaufman biopic, is pretty good, too. Yeah, that, that's, that's a good movie. The Grinch? Yeah, the Grinch. <laughs> no, uh, just kidding. Serious, uh, <laughs> another films. serious biopic. Yeah, like it's basically the same tone as Oppenheimer. Oh, I'm like forgetting much. about all the other movies he's I done. Gotta, I was gonna say I gotta look him up now. But for for the comedies though, oh. I think it's probably. Oh no, I mean the the killer run he had. He had one year that I think was the Mask and Ace Ventura. Yeah, and oh, Dumb and Dumber. God. That's what. <laughs> that's why I. Those are like the few that I'm kind of contemplating right now. It might have to be Ace Ventura. For I want to say those are all 93, something like that. He has one year that he has like three movies come out. Uh, and 94. Like 94. And it's Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah, Dumb and Dumber yeah, all too? all the same year. Man. So, and yeah, and then what it's just like, streak. oh, this guy's not just A-list. He's in He's Batman Forever? He's the yes, Riddler. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I might go with The Mask. A comedic performance, but. I might go with annoying. Ace Ventura. God, For me, it's Ace so Ventura, that just because I was connected a lot to it as a child. I will say, a topic that's been brought up on this podcast before, and I don't remember why, um, that movie... <laughs> a, a bit of a rough watch for 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 a lot of reasons these days. Really? Wait, wh- yeah. uh, what movie? Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah? Pet Detective? Pet Detective. Just the... The kind of transphobic bent to the the whole the oh, villain thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, Bruce Almighty. That you know what that was. Really <laughs> I like that movie way more than like. I feel like it got a lot of shit. It's better than Evan Almighty. Yeah. Oh yeah, that doesn't count. That's not a movie. 
I like. I enjoyed Bruce, Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty was really good. That was a good movie. A beautiful. I, I feel like I still use that sometimes. Oh, I use that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Jennifer mask Aniston is only a six point nine star. The mask is fantastic. That, that's bullshit. I, do you think they purposely manufactured that score though? Because like, nice. Mm, I you mean, think like a bunch of people were like, we got to keep rating this in different directions until we hit the perfect fun. That's a number. strong possibility. I wouldn't be mad about that. Yeah, I'd and I also that. would believe that. Yeah, like it's some so stars on what on what uh, IMDb. IMDb. Hell yeah. Well, who, I mean, who cares? Yeah, they they don't know what they're talking about. Sonic the Hedgehog two. His, so maybe um, I also want to do a special shout out for oh. his cameo in the 30 Rock Leap Day episode, which is maybe the funniest episode of 30 Rock. I don't know. The I mean, number yeah. 23. I forgot what that was about. I feel like I've seen that. That one's like a horror thriller. Yeah. 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 He keeps uh-huh. seeing the number 23 everywhere and then it like eats him or something. Wait, oh, no, that's that's seven. That's Yeah. Which you know, because seven, eight, nine. Movie in okay, called nice. Pecan pie. <laughs> so, I love so you, Philip Morris. I forgot about that movie. The that issue really with good. the number twenty-three is that it turns out that like that is actually Jim Carrey. IRL is like that into numerology and number powers and no stuff. Way. No, I believe that. Yeah. Not the numbers, but that Jim Carrey is into it. Yeah, and then he was married, I think, to Jenny McCarthy for a while, who was like one of the most prominent anti-vaxxers. Um, so you just assume he probably is too. The cable guy only got a six point one. So yeah, I'd say this is probably my favorite serious carry movie. And then I'd probably go the first Ace Ventura, even with all those caveats for my favorite funny carry yeah. movie. My favorite might be Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Yeah. Not factoring in any Yeah. Like just as it was straight up at the time. I yeah, yeah, yeah. loved that movie so much. I loved much it so kid. much too. I think I go with the mask. Yep. The mask. I used my, my family used to watch that a lot. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Uh, so Robin Williams, they were thinking about maybe for the role, but Peter Weir ultimately wanted Carrie after seeing him in Ace Ventura pet detective. He would have been weird good too. I yeah. think Robin would have been. Yeah. He would have crushed it. Yeah. yeah. Would have been a different, almost like a softer vibe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, Ed Harris. Wait, what did he, does it say what about Ace Ventura made where want to choose him? Maybe he just really liked it. Oh, okay. Dennis Hopper was originally cast as Kristoff, but got fired really early into shooting. He said, because they didn't, they didn't like him. Um, <laughs> who's Dennis Hopper? Uh, he's an actor. He's oh, he's not. Oh, I thought, I thought he was one of the boats. No, he's the bad guy in Speed. He's a counterculture icon for his role in Easy Rider. Oh, this guy. He's in a bunch of stuff. He died a few years ago, but he was in a bunch of stuff. Super Mario uh, Brothers. Yeah, I, could, I could see him being that Waterworld. guy, too. He's in Waterworld. Yeah, yeah, he is. I could see him being that guy, too. Kind of a, a huge career of playing villains. Other stuff, too, but, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of prominent villain roles. This guy was good, though. I thought he was really good. Yeah, Ed Harris is great. He He's looked that old forever. Mm-hmm. He uh, most recently, the last time we would have talked about Ed Harris, I think, was the Top Gun episode back around Oscar season because he's the old guy that busts Tom Cruise's chops at the beginning of the movie. In the, the new Top Gun? Yeah, oh. in the new Top Gun. And see it. He was also in Westworld. Yeah, you guys that's watched Westworld. The first thing yeah, I've, I thought he was the he was the black hat guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's where I would know him from. Actually, oh, okay, cool. 
Uh, so let's do ratings. Every week I'll take the ratings we give here and put them on our letterbox. You can find that. Well, you can look at our link tree. We have that now, linktr.ee slash late to the movies. No numbers or anything. You can just spell it like a normal person for once. And you can link to all, you can get a link to all the stuff there. All right, so on a scale of 0.5 to 5, on any scale of your choosing besides stars, what would you give The Truman Show? Does it have to go in 0.5 increments? Yes. Oh. And there's no, like, real reason for it. It's just that we've been doing that for a while, so it'd be unfair yeah. to the other people who've already given it. Mm, I'm going to have to go with... No, well, this might sound rough. 3.5 product placements that's good. out of five. That's good. Which for me, that's not like a bad rating. Mm-hmm. That's like the movie was good. Good. Cool. I'm just trying to think of a, yeah, me too. a star. I was going to say 3.8 or 3.9. So that's, I guess if I were to round up before, but. Okay. All right. Good caveat. I feel like I gave a, a lot of like r- movies context. I like a lot um, mm-hmm. a four. So I'm like, uh. yeah, fair enough. Uh, I'll go, I, I was going to say 3.5 as well. 3.5 out of five adopted children, force, forcefully adopted children Nice by network television. There you go. Uh, I'm going to go with 4.5 out of five discouraging travel agents offices. Nice. Nice. That was a good scene. It seems so funny. Yeah. The way he just like moves back. You see, it's like, it could happen to you. And it's just a plane getting electrocuted. <laughs> It's great. So funny. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So we liked this movie. Good. Yeah. yeah I enjoyed cool. it a lot. It was cool. I'm glad Good I. Good movie. Yeah. I was like a semi forced to watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only you kind of tricked yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. I did. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy I, I was. So every month we'll ask the same question as connected tissue through all the episodes. And that is what's a movie that you've watched because of the podcast, either because you listened to an episode and you wanted to watch or for an episode you were on that you had to watch it for. Uh, what's a movie that you've watched for the podcast that you're happy that you've seen? Oh, that's a good question. I think all of them. I wasn't, wasn't, a, uh, actually, no, there's one that I wasn't happy with. Okay. So you're going to do the opposite of the question. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was happy with all the other ones. Okay. Well, I guess that's a good answer. <laughs> right. Um, the stupid Captain America movie. Oh, you yeah, were yeah, I you, you were like straight we up that mad one. that episode. The whole time we watched it, I, we were I didn't just like, like that one This either. sucks. Yeah, sorry. Terrible man. recommendation. Whoever life that. because a lot of people like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what podcast have we been on? It does a movie that I haven't seen that I was happy I saw because of this. Yeah, I mean, you guys were literally on the first episode. We did Birdcage. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that that was one that I probably would have never watched. Yeah. And I didn't even know what it was until I had to watch it for the podcast. And I'm like, yeah. I'm really happy I did. I enjoyed that thoroughly. We got still the only time that we've done an episode where we all like watch the movie together and then record. Yeah. That was kind of nice. <laughs> every, oh, other, yeah, that was cool. every other episode, every, all 103 other episodes or whatever, everyone's That's... watched separately and then we record the podcast on a different day. That's kind of wild. Yeah. We kind of wanted someone to say Birdcage. And I know you had already seen it. I had seen it. Yeah. So you get it. I, it was so long. I, f- I forgot. Yeah. No, that was, that that was I did that. Literally, the first literally the first episode. Yeah. 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 Definitely Birdcage. 
Yep. I, hadn't, I hadn't seen it before either, so I'm going to... That's right. Yeah, you had I picked either. a different answer every episode, so Ooh. that's going to be mine for this. Oh, man. What about you, Noah? Uh, I was trying to think. I don't think I've been on many ones that I was the person that hadn't seen it, but Easy A was one for sure that I hadn't seen that oh, cool. I that I really enjoyed. So cool, I'd yeah. Say, I'd say Easy A. Um, I'm trying to think. For... It sparked my my love for Emma Stone. <laughs> uh, and that led to the favorite. So and it led to the too, favorite, yeah. Which is a, just also just a, a stellar movie. Also, really so good weird. Movie. God, that orange scene or the apple scene or whatever the fuck that was. That one, so weird. That one weirdest scene at one of Greg's parties for the Oscars. It should have. It was very yeah. weird. Whatever year that was, 2017 or whatever it's year that very was. very strange. Yeah. That's probably what rich people do, right? Yeah, just probably get much naked worse and things. throw rotten fruit at each other. Yeah, that's the lighter side. Yeah. Rich. We, we did that. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah. That's just roommate stuff. Though. It wasn't Ryan, but... <laughs> that's where I got the idea from. I didn't tell yeah. you that, but... That's just roommates. That's just roommate stuff. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, yeah, that, uh, that about wraps us up for this episode. Tune in next week for a whole new month. I haven't decided on the theme yet. Hopefully I will soon. And uh, thanks to Noah and Corey for being on this episode. Anytime. Okay, yeah. Yeah, anytime. Uh, down to watch the next movie. Glad I watched this one. Yeah, yeah, good. Me, I'm, I'm I haven't glad. watched a lot of movies, so yeah. except for this list, I surprisingly, I've seen almost every movie. Yeah, yeah. I said I had sent around a list of different options for anniversary month, which no longer has any relevance. So yeah, whatever. Is this the final final one? It is the last episode of the month? Yeah. You can find us on all the normal places. I guess Stitcher won't exist that much anymore, but I'm more of a muscle memory person, so I'm definitely still going to say Stitcher when I list the different platforms, and I'm sorry about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can find us in all the normal places. If you want to know specifically where, check out our Linktree, and that's the only link I'm going to get from now on because it's easier to remember. Uh, Linktree links are linktr.ee slash, on our slash, is late to the movies. Just spell it out with letters, no numbers. Get to our Instagram, our merch, are letterboxed every possible podcast platform stitcher actually is still listed on that tab so get it well you can i don't know hire me spotify <laughs> yeah and then uh spotify should hire Corey. and uh yeah so i we don't usually do plugs but that can be one <laughs> i think spotify is listening gets hard, who's yeah, they'll be listening help you know yeah that, that just about ends the podcast so i guess i'll say what you were queuing me for uh, yeah, so that's that's it. It's good to see you guys. And in case I don't see you again later, good afternoon, good evening, and good podcast. Ah, that was ah. a good one. Yeah, good way. Good way. Yeah. A little twist, a little curveball for you. Thanks, guys. See ya.